I'm Tavin Asir, and this is Leadership Biz Cafe, a podcast that provides insights and tools to help leaders take on the challenges and opportunities found in leading today's workplaces. Leadership Biz Cafe is brought to you by Tavin Asir Leadership, our leadership firm that offers keynotes and corporate trainings in both in-person and virtual settings that will help you to improve the way you lead and guide your organization's growth and future successes. To find out how we can help you today with your leadership challenges and discover your untapped opportunities, visit our website at tavinasir.com. And now it's time for me to share another leadership espresso shot. These days, there's a lot of talk and attention being directed towards what leaders need to do to create a more collaborative work environment for their employees. In most cases, the focus on collaboration tends to be on where and when their employees work and less on what leaders need to do to engender team harmony so as to ensure employees can work and collaborate effectively as a team. And the importance of promoting team harmony shouldn't be overlooked especially when team dynamics are in a state of flux brought on by both company layoffs, not to mention employees leaving their organization in order to pursue better opportunities elsewhere. So while many leaders are keen to create so-called collaborative workspaces, not only to encourage employees to return to the office, but to work in a more collaborative fashion, where the focus really needs to be is on what do leaders need to do to not only ensure team cohesion, but adapt to the changing team and personality dynamics that inevitably occur when old team members leave and new ones join. That's why in this Leadership Espresso Shot, I'd like to share three key principles for promoting team harmony that leaders should employ regardless of how often their team dynamics might change. The first principle for promoting team harmony is, as a leader, It's important you make time and effort to listen and observe in order to better understand team dynamics and the individual motivations of your team members. Regardless of whether you're the team leader or one of its members, it's easy to come into these team efforts armed with what you personally want to accomplish or focus mostly on what matters to you. In many ways, this manifests itself with the leader and sometimes other team members trying to press changes for how the team operates to better suit their needs and interests. For everyone else on the team, such efforts often come across as a power grab or wanting to send a message about who's in control of what. In these scenarios, there's clearly little interest in trying to understand why things are approached in the manner they are, as the focus is more on having one's way. As a leader, Your focus should be on spending more time listening and observing what your team members have to say to understand what they hope to accomplish, what would make them feel like they are contributing in a meaningful fashion, and how to make them outward-focused on the team's needs instead of inward-focused on their own. Remember that, irrespective of what title, role, or expertise you bring to the team, the simple truth is that all of you are members of the same team. For those in charge, that means making sure you're not using your authority to try and control the process to suit yourself. Rather, your goal should be to empower everyone at the table to be full contributors and participants. So how do you go about achieving this? 
Well, that's where the second principle for creating team harmony comes into play. And the second principle is that you need to demonstrate trust and respect through your words and actions. One of the common false perceptions surrounding leadership is the notion that in order to lead others, one has to be the smartest person in the room. This is why employees often resist change, as those in charge spend little time explaining the measures or trying to understand the concerns of those they lead, opting instead to use their authority to simply push their decisions from the top down. While those in leadership positions do carry the burden of responsibility for the outcomes of their team's efforts, leaders still have to bring their team members into the discussion, openly welcoming and soliciting their input. Not only will this engender greater trust, but it will also allow you to benefit from the collective talents and insights of the team to help determine the best course of action. Don't forget that every person is on that team because of what they can contribute, of how their insights, experiences, and knowledge can help inform and shape the decisions made by the team as a whole. As a leader, it's important that you communicate and exemplify this by treating each team member with the same level of trust and respect, irrespective of what their unique contributions might be. This is especially important when new members join an existing team, as there can be concerns over whether long-term team members would be willing to hear an outsider's point of view. By reminding your team through your words and actions that everyone deserves a place at the table, you will not only help empower all of your employees to create and add value to the discussion, but you will also facilitate a sense of ownership in their collective efforts. As Tony Shea wrote in his book, Delivering Happiness, at the end of the day, it's not what you say or do, but how you make people feel that matters the most. And finally, the third principle for promoting team harmony is understanding that to be a good leader, you need to be a good follower. I'm sure we've all worked on teams where one team member uses their past experience as a leader to challenge the way the current leader runs meetings or goes about making decisions. While they might say that they are doing this to help others by sharing their experiences, the truth is these efforts are really about them trying to be another leader at the table, as their focus is more on what works for them than on understanding what works for the team and how they can be a better team player. And we're seeing examples of that today, where leaders are making decisions about how their team should function, not in terms of what would best serve their employees, but rather in terms of what would make their job as a leader easier. This is where successful leaders distinguish themselves from the rest, as successful leaders not only encourage delegation of key projects and decisions, but they also make a habit of letting others lead the teams they serve on. They understand that to be a good leader, you have to be a good follower by putting the needs of those you serve ahead of your own interests. Offering others the opportunity to lead reminds both leaders and their employees that it's not about those in charge. Rather, it's about what they want the team to accomplish through their collective efforts. As Lao Tzu wrote, a leader is best when people barely know he exists. When his work is done, his aim fulfilled, they will say, we did it ourselves. 
Regardless of what field or industry you operate in, the ability to effectively lead a team that is constantly evolving in response to changing organizational needs or due to layoffs or employee resignations means leaders need to put a greater intentional focus on what they are doing to maintain and strengthen team cohesion. Embracing these three principles for promoting team harmony will not only help you succeed in guiding your employees and your organization forward towards achieving your shared purpose, but it will help you become more agile as a leader to meet the changing needs of your organization and of those you have the responsibility to lead. Now, if you enjoyed learning about these principles for how you can promote team harmony, and you'd like to have me share additional insights on how to lead in today's evolving workplace and business landscape in a future keynote or company workshop, I'd like to invite you to fill out the contact form at tavernasir.com so we can begin that discussion. You can also learn more about my speaking and corporate training work on my speaking and workshop pages, where you can see what topics I cover, some of the keynotes and workshops I can give, as well as what past attendees have had to say. In the meantime, I'd appreciate it if you could do me a favor in rating my podcast on whatever platform you use to listen to my show. I'm Tavin Asir, and you've been listening to Leadership Biz Cafe.